New York Giant Sports Talk and Entertainment. It's a weird, we're going to call this Wacky Tuesday, Weird Tuesday, Strange Tuesday. More fun, strange things out of Giant Camp. 26-year-old Ryan Anderson, free agent signing for the New York Giants, has been released. Oh, wait, no, the Giants just resigned him. Yeah, Anderson's, of course, has been on the uh, training camp non-football injury list. He suffered a back injury, and it was, it was, he was unable to get on the field. Um, and the Giants then released him. But then it turned out um, he was released as a result of a contractual issue and has now been re-signed and removed from the list, <laughs> from the non-football injury list. You cannot make shit up about Giants training camp right now. You really can't. <laughs> I, I, I am I am waiting for a dragon <laughs> to land in MetLife or something or something crazy. It's just been a weird. You thought the COVID training camp was weird? Yeah, this is this is this is stranger. And the stranger thing, of course, Ryan Anderson was a 20, uh, 26 year old. He was a second round pick from the Washington football team. Um, he's appeared in 52 games, four starts, 86 tackles, seven for loss, five forced fumbles, 15 quarterback hits, six sacks. He earned, and of course, Anderson earned an overall grading of 49.6 from Pro Football Focus. His run grade was 59.6. His pass grade was 45.6. That's great because we're using, we, we need him as a pass rusher. Um, it's just crazy. But you know what? Ryan Anderson's back. He's, he's back on the field. He, he's technically really one of our only, I would say, people listed as an edge <laughs> I mean, if you look at a three-four defense, your two your two ends are going to be probably Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, with Danny Shelton in the middle. And I keep looking at this roster, and if we're going with a three-four hybrid type defense, we got some. We we still have glaring glaring weaknesses. You look at the linebackers outside of Blake Martinez. What do you have? You have Reggie Ragland, who's still on the football injury list. You have a Lorenzo Carter coming off an Achilles tear. And I will tell you right now, I've said this a million times, an Achilles tear is sometimes more difficult to diagnose in some regards than an ACL. And it's a, it's, it's a tougher injury for a linebacker to come back from because you're constantly using, of course, your back of your legs to push off. So he's coming back. We, we don't know what his status is going to be. You got the rookie Ojolari, who's I think is going to be a quasi linebacker slash defensive end because we really don't have any defensive ends. Our defensive ends are B.J. Hill, R.J. McIntosh, Austin Johnson, Austin Johnson, Nico, and Raymond Johnson the third. Then behind our linebackers, you have O'Shane Zimenez, who's going to be more of an edge, but we don't know we're getting it from O'Shane. You got Tay Crowder, the seventh round pick, who actually played well the last eight games of the season, especially after that coming out party in Washington. Carter Coughlin, whose claim to fame is the Seattle game, and I think he's shown—I uh, uh, think he's shown ability to be to stay on the field and play. Then behind them, you got T.J. Brunson, Devontae Downs. How Devontae Downs is still on, still on this team? I don't know. <laughs> he, he 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 was proven. I got blasted. When I said last year that there was no way Devontae Downs was a starting NFL caliber linebacker. And he quickly showed he wasn't. You got Smith, who still isn't on the field. I mean, it's, it's, it's scary to think that you lose Blake Martinez. 
and Reggie Ragland doesn't come back, your starters are going to be Crowder, Coughlin, Ojolari, and other. We still need to address... Oh, I forgot we also have the venerable Cam Brown. <laughs> we still need to find a linebacker. We still need... And we need... And I've said this a billion times, and I've done billions of videos on KJ Wright. I was on the KJ Wright train before anyone even got to the station. The first free agent video I did says we need KJ Wright. And I don't need KJ from four years ago. I'll take last year's version. I need a guy who is venerable enough to help hold the edge against the run and allow whoever is our defensive end to focus more on the pass rush. Because right now, if you look at this team, the two, in my mind, the two glaring weaknesses are going to be the edge, excuse me, the edge position and linebacker still. And I understand, yes, that we are going to be using the quasi-safety linebackers and Peppers, Logan Ryan, and Xavier McKinney. I've said it a million times. Peppers played something like 70% of his snaps in the box. Logan Ryan played a large percentage of his snaps in the box as well. In the box as well. So they're technically our coverage linebackers. But we, need, we, need, we have one three-down linebacker. One. And then we have a lot of hopes and prayers after that. We hope and pray Lorenzo Carter comes back. We hope Reggie Ragland can get off the non-football injury list. We hope Ojolari is going to be something special. And there comes in the music blaring in because you know what? I didn't set it down. And I'm going to set it down right now. I tell you, it's always Spinal Tap here. If I didn't have a Spinal Tap moment at least once a show, I always laugh. Because he's got to 11. But why don't you just make 10 higher, 10 higher and make that the highest? And then, you know, when you need to go higher, you just go to 10. What? These go to 11. <laughs> People are going to be like, what the hell is he talking about? Go watch Spinal Tap. Go watch it, and then you get back to me. But like I said, it's, it's a hope and a prayer. You hope Carter Coffin turns into something. You hope TJ, uh, excuse me, uh, you hope TJ, oh, TJ Brunson can be gone. You hope Tay Crowder can continue his progression. You hope you find something in Smith. We have no venerable veteran presence outside of Blake Martinez. And like I said, you lose Blake. While this defense will look stellar against the run and the front three, potentially, and great against the pass, you get someone into the second level it, and you don't have Blake Martinez or someone else, it, it's gonna get, it could get dicey. And I've said this a million times, taking away... Dalvin Tomlinson, you, you lost the ability to anchor the middle of the line. Dalvin at times took, had tied up two guys at the same time. People are like, well, statistically, he's not. No, sometimes you see things beyond statistics. Just like people, you sit there with uh, Leonard Williams. King of the almost sack. And talk about his pressures. You don't talk about the fact that the stats that Dalvin Tomlinson did not show up on the sheet was the fact that sometimes he tied up double teams, which allowed the Giants to get a pass rush with limited ability and with limited players. And now people will say, well, Ojolari's a beast. You don't know that. He's a rookie. Second round pick. Very, if, you talk, if you listen to people outside the New York Giants bubble, he's very raw. And there's nothing wrong with being very raw because a lot of times you can rely on strictly talent alone over technique if you have to, especially early on in your career. But you're counting on him to fill a spot. 
You're counting on Reggie Ragland to potentially come back. You're counting on Tay Crowder to progress. You're counting on Carter Coughlin to show that he's not a two-game wonder. You're counting on O'Shane Zimenez being able to find another pass rushing move beyond the swim. You're counting on Devontae Downs figuring out how to be a starting linebacker. You're, t- you're counting on Smith, the rookie, to come back you know, and, and actually start participating because he hasn't even started participating yet. You're counting on Trent Harris or Cam Brown or TJ Brunson to fill the backup spots. This is, this remind, and I get nervous because this reminds me of all the giant teams of, of years back where we neglected positions. The years we neglected the wide receivers and the, the years that we, we've been neglecting the linebackers since, since Jerry race, but the years we neglected the linebacking core, the years that we neglected offensive, you know, certain offensive linemen. And I think if you want to cure these ills, and make this a better and more solid team. KJ Wright, and, I, and, and the other scary part right now is there's conversations that he's talking to Washington. There, there's scuttlebutt that he, he, could, he could land up in D.C. Now, I, I don't know if KJ is just holding out because of the fact that he doesn't want to be in training camp. And I'm not saying that just Giants training camp. I'm saying he may not want to just be in, giant, uh, you know, be in training camp at all because he's at that age. He's just like, whatever. And also, I mean, it's it could, it could be it, it could be the issue. And I also get worried that he just visited the Las Vegas Raiders because I've said it before. He may also want to just stay to the uh, left coast. But the Giants and with their unlimited cap space, because <laughs> we have so much of it that fans don't seem to want to talk about, they should just sign him. And he may need if to convince him to come north. He may need a two-year deal, but you give him a two-year deal, you give him a signing bonus, and you don't make the two, you make it the two-year deal non-guaranteed the second year. You need a presence. We need a veteran presence. We need to, we we're, we're starting. We're we're slowly creeping to that first preseason game, and I, I am going to tell you right now, I am concerned about what's going on with the linebackers. And again, this is Tim Online Big Blue bringing you the best in New York Giants sports talk and entertainment. And as always, if you could like, give me subscribe, ring that play thing with the means, that'd be awesome.